so this is what it's like. Welcome to The Good, a podcast produced by Design Works Group, celebrating people and everything good in this world. Good morning, everyone. It is the week of August 26th. 2019, also known as Baby Week for me. For sure, Baby Week is for sure uh, this week. I know we've mentioned that before, but this is for sure Baby Week for me because we, if it if he doesn't come before this week, then we are scheduled to be induced. I guess we aren't. My wife is scheduled to be induced on Tuesday, so it's my last episode without a kid. I know that's crazy. It's kind of nuts. But yeah, I am not going to lie. I don't feel like doing this episode this morning. That's fair. I'm just, I, There's just like a mix of everything. I think everything's caught up with me. I'm tired. I have like not been sleeping much, partly because last night, mainly because I got an HBO login, so I started watching Hard Knocks. Went ahead and knocked out the whole season of it, which is only three episodes right now. So I got in bed. Are they hour episodes? They're hour episodes. So I got in bed and then spent three hours watching Hard Knocks, <laughs> which is a lot of time just to be laying in bed watching something. Um, so I knocked out all of Hard Knocks. So I'm kind of tired. And then this morning, our dog finally found his way out of the fence. Dang it. We had it solved for like three weeks. And he finally found out that he can jump over our side fence. And he jumped over it. And then squeezed like between some stuff and got off the back way. So I had to go chase him like I usually do. Cardi- I'm, I'm not, early cardio? No, because I always chase him in my car. <laughs> That's fair enough. Sorry. Yeah, just just a few little, Sorry. a few extra pedal pumps. So I guess I got a few extra reps on the calves. But um, yeah, I th- I th- I'm kind of proud of him because I think he's smart. I think he's super smart. Which you didn't think at first. No, but I think he's actually super smart. Okay. And he's too smart that he can be ornery with it. He does have a knot on the back of his head. Yeah, so that means he's smart. He's got that. He's got that little notch on the top, on the back of his head. I don't know if that's a fact or not. But never, I've, I've, I've never seen it disproven. That's like the first thing I always check when I'm around dogs. Like, yep. uh, I always feel the back of their head and like, do they have the knot? I got two dogs. He does. One dog has it. One dog doesn't. Also, don't know if I've ever. I guess. I guess you have one. I've never felt a dog that didn't have it though. Yep, I do. Okay, uh, but yeah, he got out and. Like, I'd, I was driving around the neighborhood, not around the neighborhood, like, if he gets out, he's usually between one house and four houses down. So, I drove four houses down from our house, didn't see him, um, looped around and went, like, four houses down the other way, and then came back in our driveway, <laughs> and just saw that dude smiling at me in our backyard. So, somehow, he found his way back to our backyard. He's like, hey, where you been? And he's just like... Just look on his face was like, what are you doing? Yeah, I never left. Like, I'm looking for you. And you just are in our backyard. So, man. It's all good. Yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all though. good. And then we got here this morning. Didn't have an outline or anything. I had two bookmarked uh, headlines. Um, so I'm, I'm just going with them. But I got here this morning. I was trying to put together the outline. My, just, my computer just wasn't working. Usually it, it struggles almost every single day. Some like memory problem. Um, but today it just like 
wasn't working. So I didn't even like, wasn't even able to start the outline for this until 8.44, which we usually try to sit down to actually do this podcast between like 9.15 and 9.30. It's 9.29 right now. Um, But I wasn't even like able to start the outline, which I need an outline to do a podcast, to do this podcast. Um, But I wasn't able to start until 8.44 because my computer wasn't working. Programs weren't launching. I was trying to close programs so I could restart my computer and they wouldn't even close. So, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get it together. I think you got it together, man. We'll see. We'll see. It's all good. But it is it is a uh, a cool thought that this is my last episode without a baby. That's the best, which we have been looking forward to and anticipating for a while now. So, it's going to be a good episode. It's going to be great. But anyways, that's uh, I guess I just got into my uh, what's good with me part of it, which y'all are probably probably can already guess what my good thing is, but I'll have to find a new one starting next week. So I can't I can't use the baby as an out next week because we'll have them. You will. So I can't use the uh, we're about to have a baby as my what's good, but then I can use we have a baby. <laughs> I can use we have a baby. That'll so, be it. That that should be it for a while. Yeah. What's good with you? Well, I just got uh, for the second week in a row um, a verse of the day sent to me. I haven't read it yet, but I have a feeling that it should be read. Read it. I don't know why. Did you do this last episode? I think so. I think you did too, and it was like perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Hebrews 12.1. We got to run a race this morning, man. Yep. It's an endurance. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm already actually feeling better since we started recording. Good. Since I started talking. Good. I just feel like when you like start talking about good stuff, you just forget about the, all this I, stuff that led up to the good stuff. I, I agree. It, that made it not good. I, I didn't have, I was kind of in a bad mood when I woke up this morning. Because I have like a kind of, Fridays are usually chiller days for me and it's packed up this week. Or today is just packed. But it's all good. Yeah, that's another thing. I have to get quite a bit of stuff done today. Like with me probably being out for a couple of weeks starting Monday. Um, so yeah, I'm just I, I don't know. I think I just approached this day and I was like, I got to get a lot of stuff done today. And then Charlie got out, and then yeah. my computer wasn't working. So I don't know. Marathon but, man. Yeah, I am. I am feeling good now that we just started talking. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better now like already. That. So that's going to be my super abbreviated what's good is that right now I feel better than I did thinking about doing this last night and then waking up this morning and everything going bad. Good. It's already, it's already, everything's turned around already. Just, just talking. Good. So that's my, that's my good. I didn't use my baby. Yeah, but it's still good. I made it sound like I was. Well, I'm going to say I didn't. my good is that um, you're having a baby. Yeah. And I, for some reason, that's been in my brain all week. Just counting down the hours for yeah. you. So I'm excited for you, Emily. This is also, I know like every single baby is super special, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to prepare myself or trying to like visualize how I'm going to react when I see him. But... I don't know how I am. Like Emily and I have been, we've been, we've been through some, some stuff like the last six months. Yep. For sure. And I think it's like all culminating 
with little Walker that's going to be born. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to be, I don't know. He's he's obviously a, a super big blessing, but he is also just extremely special for us. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to meeting him, and I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to prepare myself for how I'm going to react. But yeah, he's he's going to be special. So I'm I'm su- I'm super looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a fun moment. Yeah. But anyways, let's get into some haikus. Get the, pop, the, the best segment of this this uh, podcast. Let's do it. Happy hi hi a hi hi. I wrote mine last night again. I, I don't know why, like, before we even started this podcast, I just banked a lot back and I haven't used any of the ones that the I wrote thing. before this podcast. I just write them every week now. Mine's kind of mine's kind of sweet this week. Um, but I, I do use some Justin Bieber lyrics, which I'm going to I'm I'm going to say the second line, like as I'm like I'm trying to sing the song, so don't judge my pitch or anything like that. So uh, yeah, here's mine. Tuesday is birthday, baby, baby, baby. Oh, I love you, Walker. Tuesday is birthday, baby, baby, baby. Oh, I love you, Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you did it the second time. Baby. 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 <laughs> oh. That's a good one. I like that one. Yep. What's that what was that second noise there? That was, yep. That was my mm. that was my throat doing something after I drank that that sip of coffee. Mm. Sorry. Oh, I I need one of the buttons that we usually have for my for one of my uh, happy headlines. We'll get into that later. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. It was a, it's pretty, it's, I think it's a pretty sweet one. Sweet as in like cute. It's very cute. Not sweet as in like cool. I think it's cool too. I think it's a good one. And I like that you sang. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mine's the exact opposite. Let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. Communication. Oversimplification. Appreciation. Oh, dang. Communication. Oversimplification, appreciation. Did you just pull out a? S- did you just pull out a seven-syllable word. <laughs> the three-word haiku. You just pulled out a seven. Which pulling out a five-syllable word is hard enough, but then you pulled out two five-syllable words and a seven-syllable word. Oh, I was proud of the oversimplification. That was the first word I thought of. Oversimplification. Golly. So, uh, so here's how it started. I, f- I figured out simplification, right? And then I was like, oh, and then I was like, over, bang, perfect. Dang. The old three-word haiku. That might be the first ever three-word haiku. <laughs> Probably should be the last. No, that was great. It shouldn't be the last. Uh, How long did that think you, did take you to think of? Well, I've been doing this thing when I write these for some reason, where I just, I lay down, I close my eyes, and I tr- the, like I try to think of like the first thing that I think of and then like filter it down to something. So it was like well, that one week it was Mario Kart, and then I just tried to build something. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, I was like, we're trying to really simplify like our home and our life, and so I just started thinking about like simple, like being simple, and then I was like simplification. And I was like, oh, that's five. That's just a whole line. What if I just filled all lines with word? And I was like, oversimplification, communication. So Perfect. I just started finding words. Emily probably hates me because 
Thursday nights are are usually like dedicated to just trying to think of haikus. But she is phenomenal at haikus. She's phenomenal. Like any like situation that we're going through, she can turn it into the perfect haiku. I think uh, the next one that you do, you should record her saying one, and then yeah. we'll play it. Dude, she's she's come up with some stellar ones. I haven't used any of them yet. I don't think we should just bring her in here next week. Maybe. But yeah, she comes up with some phenomenal ones. Like I'm trying to, I'm racking my brain trying to think of one. And she just comes up with one. Whatever situation we're in, she'll just come up with one about the situation. That's awesome. And it'll fit the format. So she's phenomenal. What a G. Yeah. All right. This is we're trying to uh, get through this episode pretty quick. So we're going to uh, go ahead and move on and try and get through this next segment pretty quick. Let's do some uh, happy headlines. If you're down and feeling kind of crappy, well, guess what? We'll make you happy, happy headlines. Yeah. That was a lot better than my Justin Bieber singing. I doubt that, it. that segment intro was. All right. I'm going to start us. No, uh, no introduction to the segment or anything. We're just going to get started. So my first headline. The headline is 30-year-old man with special needs has his first birthday party thanks to former teacher who took him in. You, you might have seen this video. I think it was I think it was going around a couple of days ago. I don't think I did. Okay, you haven't? Okay, that's good. Okay, so, so this happened in Waco, Texas, the great state of Texas. Waco, shout out, fixer upper. Clear eyes, um, full hearts. Clear, off, clear eyes, full hearts. Um, but yeah, this uh, 30-year-old dude, his name is Chris Barrington. Um, he was just found walking around, like down the highway, and sheriffs, sheriffs picked him up because he was just a grown man walking down the highway. So they, they picked him up. Um, and, the, like, the whole situation, like, leading up to this is he, he has special needs. Um, he can't really necessarily take care of himself. And he was living with his dad. And his dad was, like, in the late stages of having cancer. And his dad had act like that was his living environment, living or uh, leading up to this. Mm. Um, his dad had like just passed away from his cancer, so this dude didn't know what to do, so he just kind of bounced and was just walking. And uh, like Sheriff Psalm picked him up, and like the only person that he could remember, the only name of a person he could remember was Mrs. Gerard. So I'm sure they picked him up for questioning questioning him. Yeah. And he was just like her name like kept being brought up by him. Mrs. Gerard was his junior high teacher. And if you can do the math, I think usually people are around like 11, 12 years old yep. when, they're, when they're in junior high, maybe 13. Um He's now 30, so that he would have had her as a teacher like 16, yep. no, 17, 18 years ago. Um, but he's a, he just, she, her name just kept being brought up during, while he was uh, being questioned by the sheriff's department. Um, she taught him for four years, so I don't know what kind of junior high it was. She taught him for four years. Yeah. I don't know if it was like a thing where he was in elementary school and, to get them prepared for junior high, she was working with him, or if it was like a different type of junior high. But she taught him for four years, um, and they, I guess they contacted her, and they got 
uh, Chris Barrington and Mrs. Gerard got um, connected again. And she basically, she's currently trying to like be his full-time like caretaker, trying to bring him in. But um, part a, a lot a lot of the story was mentioning like a, a lot of the stuff that he has never done, like mm. that he hadn't experienced a lot of things that we take for granted. Like it's like a birthday party. I mentioned like Thanksgiving, Christmas, or opening a birthday present or Christmas present. He had never experienced that in, in his life. So um, Mrs. Gerard took him in and threw him his first birthday party. It's a surprise birthday party. And there's like a video of all this. Um, once we get all our social media and stuff launched, um, I'll uh, post a video for this. Uh, but there's a video of this, and he just looks so happy. And it's, I don't know, it kind of it kind of locked me up a little bit. Um, but she said he's never had a birthday present, a birthday party. He's never had Christmas, Thanksgiving, nothing. So this year is going to be full of first. So she, like, hadn't seen this dude in 17, 18 years. Um, all of a sudden, this uh, circumstance happens. They get connected again, and she's just all in on giving him um, a year full of first. Um, and again, he just had his 30th, uh, birthday. She threw a surprise party for him, a bunch of people there that he now calls his family. And I don't know, the, the whole video video was super special, kind of locked me up, but yeah, I don't know. You don't see somebody for 18 years and then you're just like willing to give them that many, first and like take them in yeah, yeah, yeah and have them live with you after 17 18 years that's kind of special that's beautiful yeah but his yeah his dad died august 1st and all this happened after that so um august 1st of this year yeah so that's I'm pretty quick so i'm sure all this is still kind of working out like legally her trying to take him in um another quote that she said was i don't know what happens if i don't take him in Will he get in a group home and hold up? I just lost a quote. Will he get in a group home? And they said that he would probably be sent to an institution. And she just said, not on my watch. He's not. So she's just like, I don't know. I feel like it takes a super special person to. Yes. To after 18 years, be connected to a person again and being like willing to invest that much into yeah. them. It always sounds good in theory. Mm -hmm. Like it always sounds like, oh, that would be nice and sweet and hopefully, but that's a lot of also time, energy, heartbreak. Yeah. That comes along with that. And so, yeah. Shout out. And she's a teacher. So they, she's probably not, she probably doesn't have a ton of money. And she just, it sounds like she's just willing to, I don't know, like being the caretaker for somebody obviously probably takes a lot of money and, I don't know. She's yeah. just willing to sacrifice her a lot. Yeah, a lot of her comforts in order to take this dude in. And maybe After, maybe an unfair assumption, but she was a teacher. Uh huh. So just as my assumption would be that she probably isn't like rolling in the dough. Yeah. So it's like, hey, this is a sacrifice. Yeah. Of time, energy, yeah. and resources, and For I sure. think it's beautiful. For sure. All right. All right. My uh, my first one's kind of goofy. Good. I think I needed it today. We need some goofiness. So uh, this happened a few days ago. So it was about three, four weeks ago. A guy by the name of James White. 
um, was fishing. The Patriots running back? Um, no. Oh. Actually looks the exact opposite. Okay. Um, he looks like a pretty pretty stout white guy, actually. Um, but he was fishing in California. Um, and because he was so close to traffic or kind of right off a highway, um, he left uh, Darby, his one-year-old pit bull, in the car a few yards away. And before anybody gets mad, the weather was good enough and the windows were down. So, and that will come into play at the end of the story. So, Darby's in the car, he's out there fishing, and all of a sudden he gets something huge on his line. And he said, the only way that I knew um, that something big was on the line was it was swimming quickly towards me. And so, he realizes after a little bit that he has caught a six-foot, seven-gill shark. Oh, dang. So, pretty big shark. Now, gets a little dicey here. While he's attempting to remove the hook from the shark, uh, it flopped and sank its teeth into his leg. So, trying just, to get the hook out. Just gnawing at his leg. Which I give him props for because here we don't obviously don't have sharks here in Texas, but when I catch a turtle, those snapping turtles, I'm not getting the hook out. Yeah. It's just not possible. Yeah. So, he's trying to get out of a six-foot shark. Um, and said, he, he said as soon as the shark bit down, blood was just everywhere because it, it immediately punctured an artery. So, and he also said the pressure is like intense. So the shark is clamped down, busts an artery. He's leaking out everywhere. And so he's unable to get his leg removed from the shark. So he, he starts yelling for the fisherman who's a few hundred yards away. So he's just screaming. And before they could even get there, Darby leaps into action. And he jumps out of the car, sprints down there, and he bites the shark um, in the gills. Um, but that actually caused the shark to dig deeper into his leg. Uh-oh. And so at this point, based on just him yelling and screaming louder now, the dog realizes it. So the dog goes and grabs the shark's tail and pulls the shark off of the guy. Just grabs the shark's tail and pulls it off, and then the shark swim away. That is a strong one-year-old dog. I know. Pretty beautiful. I don't know if you can see this picture. Pretty good-looking uh, pit. Cute dog. Also looks pretty stout. Yeah. His owner, also, based on his shoulder right here, pretty stout. Looks pretty stout, yeah. But, yeah, he just said if it wouldn't have been for him, it would have been a whole lot worse. So, he's okay. Shark got away. But, yeah, just Dang. just hanging out. The I think the fishermen were running towards him, I would just assume, based on how the story was written. But, yeah, old Darby just Darby leaped out the window. Darby jumped into action. Which also, what I was thinking about was kind of crazy, is that that dog was in the car and could get out. Yeah. And didn't. Like, good dog. Yeah. Just hanging out. He probably, he probably like, MacGyvered it once he saw his owner yeah. in need for something. And Started the Mac car. Just MacGyvered something so he could get out. Yeah, that's probably and true. And just went ahead and pulled that six-foot shark off of him. Dude. He bit down, realized that it was hurting him more, so went to the tail and pulled the shark off, and the shark swam away. That's nuts. And that's a good story for me. And that's a great story. My dogs aren't. One of my dogs is not able to do that. Yeah, other one, one other one will. I maybe. think one one of our dogs would be too lazy to do that, and the, uh, our other dog would probably think that the shark was trying to play with um, us, or he would have thought the shark was trying to play with him, so he might get eaten. Yeah. So shark probably, that, off with them. probably wouldn't turn out too well for our dogs. One's just not taking action, so I'm dying, and the other one. He thinks he's playing with a shark, and yeah. he, he might be dying. Not that I had an agenda, 
but also am a fan of pit bulls that are raised correctly. Mm-hmm. I love pit bulls. Oh, yeah. Love them. Yeah, they get a super bad rap. Love them. And I know a lot of people have a lot of bad stories, been raised wrong, but I was real excited to have a good story of a, a pit bull. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, they, they deserve more good stories. Kind of a light story compared to yours. There's like nothing like bred in them that makes them inherent to violence, is there? They, it's just like their owners, it's just how they built and their owners see them built that way, so they raise them to be yeah, angry. I think that they're, I can't remember if it's them or if it's another breed, um, but they. I think they are, I think they are in, uh, in their genetics protectors. They are, okay. But not, but that's where people spin it. Yeah. But I think that they are, because I think there was a book that came out or a study that um, pit bulls are actually great with kids when in a home that is is healthy. Just personally, I've never been around a, like a bad pit bull. No. They've always been super sweet. Yeah. But I guess you can, I guess you can take advantage of everything. For sure. Shout out to Darby. Yeah. Shout out Darby. Gang, gang. MacGyver and stuff in the car. To save his owner. All right, my next one is about a dude named Kawhi Leonard. Have you heard of him? Um, yes. Okay. He's, he's one of the best basketball players yeah. in the world. Yeah, he's 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 an all right basketball player. He won the MVP in the NBA Finals last year. Led the Toronto Raptors to the ship. Won the ship. No longer plays for the Toronto Raptors. He now plays for the Los Angeles Clippers. But... He, this headline is Kawhi Leonard Clippers, Kawhi, sorry, Kawhi Leonard donates 1 million backpacks to Southland schools. So this, um, I think this is multiple school districts. I did not actually put this in my notes, but I'm pretty sure it's multiple school districts that he's giving every single student a backpack. And that came out to like 1 million backpacks. And I was trying to look up like the average cost of a backpack to get like a like a money number for it, but it doesn't really matter. Like even if a backpack costs one dollar, that's still a million dollars. This dude just is giving away. But I always try to always try to put it, um, try and do the math to put it in terms of so people can see like how much of a uh, this dude's resources that he's he's giving away. But yeah, he uh, he grew up in California. I think he went to one of these schools that uh, every student's going to get a backpack. Um, but yeah, he now plays for the Clippers. So he just moved to Los Angeles and he's given like every single student in these multiple school districts from like elementary school all the way up to high school, every single student, a, a backpack, which like might not sound like a big deal, but a, a lot of people like yeah. probably don't have or struggle to get school supplies for school and it can be a burden for them. And he's, um, just doing a simple gesture, which is not simple for a lot of people because a million backpacks is a lot. But like, even if you can just give one person a backpack, that yep. can that can be a huge burden off a not even just the students, like their whole families, uh, can be a huge burden off their whole families' uh, shoulders. Like providing like simple off their shoulders, backpacks, perfect. Yep, I did not intend that. Wordsmith, good catch. Yeah, sometimes just wordsmithing just comes out of me. I don't, even, I don't, I don't even intend it. That's a spirit. Bro. Um, but his uh, his quote. I'm I'm just gonna go and end the story with this. He said, "My goal this year is to make a meaningful contribution both on and off the court. 
Um, this felt like the right way to get started. It was important to me to make this announcement in my hometown of Moreno Valley at my former elementary school, but the benefits this program will have across all of Los Angeles makes today even more special. So yeah, just a, just a cool gesture. Um, obviously he has probably more means than the average person, but he is using that to impact millions. I don't know if millions, I don't know exact attendance for this, these school districts, but he's uh, using his means to impact thousands of students in his, uh, his community. So good job, Kawhi. Yeah, seriously. A lot of ways you could spend that money. Yeah. What a guy. True MVP. <laughs> That's pretty good. Was that pretty good? That's pretty good. That's a quiet laugh. We used to have it a button as it. Uh, we used to have it as a button on our board, but it's gone now. I should have. Put, I'll put it back. Nah, we need that laugh. All right, my last one. Uh, I, I freaking love this story. Um, and it's two teen sisters have been reading bedtime stories for children on Facebook Live every night. Mm. Um. And so basically, which I thought was super cool. And I did go to their Facebook page to check it out. Um, their names are Zaria and Haley. If you want to go to their Facebook pages, Z-A-R-I-H space X space H-A-I-L-E-Y. Zaria X Haley. Um, and yeah, so they've, they started doing this in March. They already have over 10,000 fans, which is, I think, pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, every week. Zaria, who's 13, and Haley, uh, her sister, who's 18, um, go to their local library, and they pick out a bunch of books that they're going to read on social media. Um, and so the reason they started doing this was because um, they acknowledge and realize that not all kids have access to books, and parents might not have the time to read to them at night. And so they said, hey, we have the ability to get books, and we have the time to read to your kid. And so, um, yeah, they just started sharing stories to listeners every night and uh, i love this quote uh, we uh we are already reading each night but we thought it may be beneficial for children who don't get this luxury um, parents sometimes work late or are too tired for stories and we are not um, only helping children but we're giving their parents a nice break after a long day of work what how, how old did you say they were 13, 13 and 18 13 and 18 dang yeah that's they're the best that's impressive uh, we presented the idea to my mom, and she agreed it would be great. She personally doesn't want us to be on social media, but we all agreed um, being on it in a positive way would help light the world. Good gosh! Yeah. So when when this uh, when this podcast comes out, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag it and tag them in it, so you can go check it out. So if you have kids, um, I think it's a super cool way. I think it's cool that one, it was their idea, though their mom's not a big fan of social media. Very impressive that she allowed them to do it. But uh, man, I think just having something that small, yeah. like just reading a story and yeah. saying, I mean, it's very easy to say social media is not good. And there's definitely a lot of not good on in the digital world. Um, but to say, Hey, like we're going to read to kids who don't have the access to be able to be read to, but also they could be consuming any amount of content. One, a story is going to be great, but then to even go as far as to say like also, and not to be hateful, it'd be easy to spin this and say, parents don't spend enough time reading to their kids mm -hmm. and put it on the parents, but to say, Hey, like parents are tired. They're working hard. Like we'll give them a break and we'll read to your kids. Yeah. Let's go. I, th I think the like basis of like the Kawhi Leonard story and the story, like, I don't, I don't think there's anything different. I think 
they they both happened because a of the same like foundational thing like like just taking the time to give like something that might seem simple to to a lot of people just providing that simple thing for yep. other people and I think I think we get caught up in a lot of times we were like what like grand thing can I do that will change lives but I think a lot of times it's those simple things like yep. reading a story or providing a backpack for somebody like those simple things can like change lives for sure or at least benefit lives for sure but i think we're constantly trying to like find these like huge things yep and we overlook these these like simple things yeah and a lot of times like the the simple things and just how they stack stack up on each other can a lot of times have can do a lot more good than taking the time and yeah energy to to try and think of this like grand scale thing to do for people yeah and so, 13 and 18 yeah that's impressive that they thought like just reading a story like super simple thing yeah they thought they thought of it and they found a way to to do it to the masses yeah i love it man i saw that headline and um immediately just went and checked out their facebook page very impressive very cool they have just like they just radiate joy yeah. like it's just it's super cool very impressed with them. So shout out to Zarya and Halia. Yeah. Haley. Sorry. That, yeah, that is super impressive that they're 13 and 18, which means they're probably in school, which means they probably are in some type of like extracurricular thing. And then obviously, obviously have like homework after school. And they're, after all that, added on to their like school schedule, they still take the time to read stories to other people. For sure. So beautiful. Yeah. I'm sure they have a busy schedule and they still make time for that. So that's cool. All right, we're going to move on. Um, last week we mentioned that we're we're kind of starting to phase out this last segment, at least for now. Um, I think there there will still be some version of this last segment, but we're in the process of transitioning it to something else. So um, there's not necessarily necessarily going to be a last segment to this episode. Um, we usually do the forgiveness sake where we try to find the, the good and the bad stories. Uh, but again, we're trying to transition that to something else because we were both, Logan and I were both talking and I think we came to the conclusion that we were, <laughs> it was, it kind of morphed into something that we didn't originally intend yep. that we were basically finding good stories and just focusing on the bad part of it, which is not what we originally wanted to do. We originally wanted to find like pretty, uh, pretty big stories that most people had heard of that were bad and trying to try to find the, the good in it. Yep. And it kind of got morphed and I think it was a lot uh, due to, um, that it's super hard to, the, to find the good in some things. And we, I don't know, for me, I, I always feel weird because I know there's like real people that are going through situations and to like try to tell them, Hey, there's this good part. Like not, that's not what people grieving need to hear all the time. For sure. Like, so I don't know. That's why we're trying to transition it into something else. But, um, yeah, and I, I, I know I already talked about this at the beginning of this episode, but, um, there is, I mentioned stuff that Emily, Emily and I have gone through like the past six, seven months. Um, 
but there is a huge good thing that's about to happen that's hopeful that is a culmination of the last six to seven months. So, um, I think, um, there's a lot of bad things that happen in the world. And I think a lot of times it just takes endurance to get through those situations and those circumstances and those seasons of life. But I, I, I do think there's, um, good at the end of those seasons of life. If, you have the endurance to, yep. to persevere through them. So that's kind of what we're going through right now um, with Walker coming into the world in hopefully before Tuesday, but by Tuesday. Um, so yeah, he, he is kind he's the blessing at the end of a hard season of life for us. Yeah. So I just encourage our listeners. If you're listening right now that if you're going through a hard season of life that you just persevere, if you need help um, to seek out that help, don't be like nervous or ashamed of seeking out help. Um, But there is a blessing waiting on the other side of the season of life that you're in right now. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening today. We have somewhere to be here in a little bit. So we're going to close this thing out. Um, thank you guys for listening. I think this is episode nine. So if you've listened to all eight episodes, thank you. Thank if you're listening to this episode, if this is your first time listening, thank you. Um, um, but yeah, we always encourage you guys to just be on the lookout for for people in y'all's communities that are just doing simple things or bigger things or wh- whatever people that need to be recognized that you feel need to be recognized um, to uh, just recognize them yourselves, encourage them yourselves, and to take it upon yourself to be that person as well. So, as always, have a good week. Thank you for listening. Be on the lookout for the good. If you want to check out some of the stories that we talked about on this episode, you can head over to our brand new Facebook page at facebook.com slash listen to the good or our Instagram account at the good underscore pod.